to Gideon, guys. I'm Johnny Hedgepeth. And I'm Travis Washington. And this is the podcast where Travis and I break down every episode of DC's Legends of Tomorrow, my favorite show, and one that Travis is watching for the first time. And before we get started, I just wanted to uh, talk about two things. One, okay. the season uh, six uh, debuts on Sunday, mm-hmm. the new season of Legends. And they just released today this extended trailer, like two, uh, two minutes, uh, 17 seconds long. And it looks bonkers and mm-hmm. it looks like so much fun. They are, it, it, uh, it's amazing. Cool. Yeah. It, oh this boy. is season six, right? Season six. And yeah. they are signed on for a seventh. Yeah. 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 So uh, this looks like it's going to be just a blast. So that's awesome. I also wanted to uh, mention that this past weekend, Travis, I have already, already told you, but our friends over at Bebo's Legends podcast, mm-hmm. uh, along with the podcast House of Danvers, which is a Supergirl podcast, and they've got like their own little uh, podcast network, the Super Friends uh, network, yeah. much like Plum, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, they did a, a seven hour, six hour, seven hour Twitch show um, to raise money for the Stonewall. Uh, a charity which is a charity helping out lgbtq people in europe and um i got to catch um the last half of it got home in time and even um did a little call in on our behalf i also donated on our behalf nice uh, thank you oh you're welcome and uh 50 clams see wow 50 clams awesome, awesome. <laughs> and uh and then they were opening up the, the chat to anyone who wanted to call in and uh, no one was. So I was like, okay. And uh, I did. I talked to him real quick, uh, did a little drop in and invited the House of Danvers podcast to sometime in the future, because we just did the crossovers. Yeah. But sometime in the future, we're going to do a crossover with them. Of They do Supergirl. We do Legends. There's an episode of The Flash that's a musical it's a crossover right. with supergirl and i've been wanting to show it to you for a while and so uh, look for that down the line we're going to be teaming up with them to do that show man that's hilarious awesome so let's get to it and give me that sweet sweet netflix synopsis stuck in an asylum in 1969 sarah and constantine battle the demon mollus while zari and ray fight the fiend in 2017 <laughs> meanwhile amaya confronts kawasa Okay, see, we're gonna have to show our uh, uh, our wrestling uh, lift up our wrestling skirt a little bit yeah. here because I, I I just read that before as well, and I heard the fiend and I immediately kind of went Ugh, yeah 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 <laughs> yeah so yeah it's a character on in WWE television mm-hmm. who, uh, who's kind of well I don't know judging on your tastes is either overstate his welcome slightly or or, or for quite a while <laughs> it, it, it was cool for a minute a and minute. Yeah. a minute and yeah. and that's and and then they're like well it's supposed to be for the kids because when the kids here saw it at first they loved it they're mm-hmm. like this is the coolest thing i've ever seen and it took th- two viewings for them to go 
well, this is kind of stupid, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 it is. Yeah. So <laughs> they're 10 yeah. and 11. So, yeah, what's uh, so who is the fiend in this? I'm trying to remember who the in in Legends, who it's is Mollus? It's oh, Mollus. Okay, that's yeah. funny. So, the writer, yes, the writer of this, <laughs> that's hilarious, brought up Mollus and then called him a fiend, called him a fiend. Um, so they're editorializing a bit, a little <laughs> in that the Netflix synopsis, <laughs> synopsis are. <laughs> <laughs> so they give you a little background on the previously and I, this just i don't know it, it made me giggle but to give you a background on nora dark here they do previously on legends of tomorrow and arrow <laughs> right <laughs> that necessary? yeah I guess. I guess i guess it was because i it didn't, was I, yeah it you mentioned know, some stuff from the, that I guess ties everything together. Yes, there it showed when how she was brought back to life, right? How he was well hasn't really. Well, we already saw how he got brought back to life. She did, or how? Yeah, how she like whatever. How how he got that he did something for her that yeah, happened yeah. on Arrow. <laughs> well, <laughs> like okay, it happens a lot. She was yeah. When he gets murdered, uh, murdered by the Green Arrow. She's on that show. Not this actress. It's a younger actress. Um, he, Damien Dark, who was going to like blow up you know, the fucking state or some shit, loved his wife and his little girl. That was like the little twist on him. Is like, you know, he sincerely loved his family, even though he was a mega maniacal mass murderer. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we never knew what happened to his daughter because the mother dies too. So right. the, this, so we get the background of what happened to her. Okay. Being that he arranged for Mollus to take over, take over, you know, her body and shit. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why he's in there. He 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 did that. But there, no, I'm, I'm like I'm talking about the, the reason why they were showing the previously on Arrow because it was showing the Sarah stuff that happened. Well, that with, too, yeah. Right? Oh that's, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Okay. Like, well, you got her whole backstory now, pal. We don't have to talk about it later. Yeah. <laughs> so, but they're speaking to her. They're in. It starts in an asylum, and this is the horror episode i mean yeah it's, it's yeah what they were doing nora, nora wasn't guys. scared at all oh that's good because uh, um, this is like pretty like your standard kind of camp this is like a buffy episode type of scares um they, they are using riverview hospital again this is the second time i was about, I to, ask. Used I was about yeah. to ask they've used i mean they're always going to use this hospital anytime there especially if it's creepy hospital scene it's some it's a must so i gotta tell you because this is the one they used in the season one right so I know they used it another time, yeah. Oh, the, the, yes, but uh, season one when they were like in, oh gosh. Anyway, they were in a hospital, and you pointed out which one it was. I was like, well, whoever shot this one made it look a lot creepier in this episode yeah. than it did in the <laughs> <Yeah>. other one. <laughs> okay, so she wasn't even scared by the when she like was bashing her head into the table, right? No, I was no, asking. No, was no, no like, oh, oh, yeah, that would have freaked me out if I was no, her age. No, it's just a bit. It's a, I, I re, I'll, I'll say I really, really, really like this episode. I didn't love her character. I thought it was a little cliche mm. of that of the thing. As even her look was a little cliche. Um, and there's and the stuff and like they would come to talk to her. I mean, we'll get to it. There's stuff mm -hmm. that I felt I felt her stuff was wasn't the best. But I gotta I, I tell really you, though, I did make the note though. I did make a note because I thought she. I kind of liked her at yeah. least. 
like the actress she's got a good look she's got a good look i just i've just i've seen that kind of like weird kind of coralline looking mm. uh bug eye. what was the name of that or big of, course, eyes, of that. course you did you were a drama geek which yeah, so did yeah, i yeah. <laughs> but i've seen like there's just been like there's been I, there's just been too many of those like horror movie tropes uh-huh. like the exorcism of emily rose like and, and why do you think well, that it's a little think... done to death it's a why little do th- done to death well you, you brought it up why do you think that they were calling her emily at the beginning of this that i know was, yeah well, yeah but it just like uh, it, that was a tough that was the that was the biggest flaw i thought in this episode was was just uh-huh. kind of playing this again and then with the stuff that would surround <laughs> her and it would be the, the the stuff that would come uh with her too mm-hmm. right I, we'll get to it yeah well this is the only time you see the, the child uh yeah, I assume the rest. Much. I didn't think this would but be. But I did make this note. Yeah. I did this because I, I, I thought she was doing a pretty good job. I made this note. I was like, you know, she blows that young Ray Palmer kid out of the water. Got to give her. <laughs> I guess, yeah, but low bar. <laughs> <laughs> Just cruel, cruel to children yep, on this yep, show. Yep. <laughs> Our promise to you. <laughs> That's the Gideon guy's guarantee. Ah. <laughs> We need a logo like that yeah. with uh, with uh, uh, caricatures of both of us doing the um the pizza guy. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> you try yeah. the rest, try the best doing the. Okay. We're both like kind of kicking a kid in the butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> someone someone needs to make that for us. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> so anyway, John Constantine is arriving because there's a kid who need, needs an exorcism. And he arrives and he spellbinds a nurse and he's trying to perform an exorcism. And uh, it doesn't work because Mollus comes out and he says, you already failed her, Constantine, just like Astra. And this is the, just keep that name in mind. That, that's an, an important name in future seasons of this show. So just mm-hmm. keep that in mind. And it, they referenced her in his short-lived NBC show as well. So that there's a continuity here of that's why he's a damn soul. It has something to do with someone named Ostro. Okay. And uh, Mollis mentioned Sarah Lance and uh, the doctor in the orderlies comes in, he flips a coin and disappears. And it cuts into this like dark black version of uh, with mystical runes uh, of the intro of legends. I always love it when yeah. they toss little shit like that in. So, sure. You met Constantine briefly, mm-hmm. Travis. Yeah. Last episode. Yeah. It kicks off here, full Constantine. So, just yeah. tell me what. Overall, what do you think of the guy? What do you think of his? Performance? I warmed up to him as it went along. At the beginning, it, like it started to feel. I don't know how to put my finger. It's almost like Canadian television uh, presentation of like a British guy. Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> uh, it but it got it got a bit better. And by the end, I was like, and it feels like it's somebody who who yeah could be a regular cast member. <laughs> well, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, no, well, he's fine. Well, but when he when he's first introduced here, Dave introduced him with so much bluster that it's kind of like, oh right, he's like, oh, I'm a right wicked mate night. It's like this. He has a whole routine. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, okay, we get it. Your turn, turn it down twenty percent, twenty percent. I didn't mind that. I mean, like, I, I don't know. I just, I, I guess, just like there's something about uh, when someone makes a decision 
to bleach blonde a character's hair on a show uh, <laughs> yeah. in like in like 2021 you know what i mean but even like now it's like it or even for like the last 10 years i guess it's starting to become more fashionable but mm-hmm. it doesn't okay. not on a not in an old british guy <laughs> so so it was like it's like kind of trying it's like a little bit of edge for edge sake or like somebody who's well, trying to be well, edgy who isn't really edgy oh um, no 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 it's that's what john constantine looks like yeah but it also it, it, i'm t- <laughs> telling you in in a real life version okay. it, it, it can it can look kind of cheesy i would see i'd rather cheesy and look just like the fucking comic book than look like fucking keanu reeves i haven't forgotten that fucking joke that you thought but you, you but you uh <laughs> but you i don't know like for me it's a it's a it's a i mean i like a little bit of cheese too you know that but it's like it it's a fine it's a fine line for well, me like for... If, if i'm gonna if i'm gonna give a shit right but for, I mean? i'm saying for me it's like um on all these shows with the costumes or i'm like air on the side of the page that's what i like to see don't try to change it you know, just get, and hey constantine is a punk rocker maybe he's still doing it you know he's a he's a <laughs> he's not a he's not a very responsible grown person maybe he's yeah. you know <laughs> yeah really john you're 43 with, with the, right. the bleach blonde hair right all the right wicked uh, mate mm-hmm. Uh, and he get used to that shit like him like calling ray shit like we heard it for the first time in this episode he calls ray in the same scene he establishes both of his nicknames for ray for the rest of the show is um uh, big man and squire hmm, that's cool <laughs> so we're on the wave rider and sarah and i all of my initials for constantine are jc which makes me giggle um because like Jackie now I'm Chan. thinking of a, I'm thinking of a totally different show. Jackie Chan, right? Yes, our Lord and Savior Jackie Chan, or Jackie Childs, uh, uh, <laughs> representation for Cosmo Kramer. And <laughs> really, see, get those kinds of ideas. Uh, that's what season six looks like, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. By that yeah. fucking trailer, so. yeah, interesting. <laughs> so. Sarah and Constantine arrive on the bridge. Mix th- thinks it's Rip, like the skinny Brit in a trench coat. And uh, so after his big intro brag, Constantine looks over at Leo. He's like, I'm also a Taurus. And yeah. And he, he knows, uh, he recognizes the totem. Uh, and, uh, but more importantly here, he starts hitting on Leo again. And yeah. Leo tells him that he goes, I'm from another earth and I'm spoken for. And Vic goes, was he? I didn't, I didn't feel like he, this didn't feel as directly hitting on him. He oh, he was. Oh, handsome. No. He just called him handsome. Yeah, but, but if you know the Constantine character, dude, he's yeah. always looking for sex. And yeah. to that point, this is the first time this version of the character from his failed Constantine show to his appearances on arrow. This mm-hmm. is the first time they establish that from just from the con- just like the comic books, Constantine is bisexual. So he is hitting on Leo. Right did you, there. did you read the vertigo? Um, comics? I, I read a, I read a couple. Yeah. I read a few. I read a few. Yeah. I, I wasn't a huge it. I, fan. I like yeah. Um, I've, uh, from as far as Vertigo goes, I really loved uh, that 100 Bullets. That was a really good series. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And Why the Last Man was incredible. Did you ever read that? No, I heard it was yeah. great. Yeah. They're awesome. trying to make that into a TV show. I heard yeah. it's been in development forever. 
Yeah. So like, it's, what's funny is like, like everything that's all like fringe stuff and Constantine never really felt like he was part of DC canon, but now mm. I guess have, has, has that uh, kind of changed over oh, the years? Oh boy, has it changed? It's changed but so I mean, much. Like, I mean, it is with DC television universe. Has it changed in the comics? Yes, I yeah. believe. I believe so. Yeah. Um, maybe not as much as in the TV because it's not just the TV show. It's their last giant animated arc they did mm-hmm. of these movies they've been putting out for what feels like at least a decade. And they, the last one of those wiped that out and Constantine's all over like the last two of them voiced by Matt Ryan. Like I mentioned the same guy here. He is, he's the Constantine. That's who they want. So those are dyes hair. He's our Constantine. We use it for everything except mm-hmm. for the new upcoming thing on HBO max. All right. Which which I won't like because it'll probably take itself too fucking seriously, and I kind of like this Constantine, but mm-hmm. it's two different shows. It'll be fine. I mean, Although, that's probably yeah. closer to the actual comic book roots. Is if they go dark and adult, if it's Vertigo, right? Well, so well, as John Constantine because more and more of a in this season he's a guest star. Starting next season, he's a regular. Yeah, and I know, I know, but all I mean, of the for like dark it, stuff in terms of in him. terms of like being closer to the original subject matter, the HBO show is probably going to be close. Uh, maybe, but they do the lung cancer a bit here. Yeah, not but it's not going to be like R rated. Like Vertigo is is like mature readers stuff, right? Oh yeah, yes, it's not going to be R rated. That's yeah. what you mean. Yeah. However, yeah. Uh, okay, as far as them depicting. Constantine's bisexuality on 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 Legends. Mm-hmm. Um, there are definitely certain segments of the population who would think that, that that's a little steamy for a, a kid show. But, 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 uh, yeah, but I mean, who the fuck cares? <laughs> oh, I don't care at all. <laughs> but that doesn't. But let me hold on. Look, what I mean by yeah. that is, as far as something that's going to be on the CW, that's not Archie. <laughs> Yeah, but isn't Archie? Isn't that Archie show full of that kind? Oh, of- that's just it. Archie's a lot. No, no, no. That's just it. Archie, Archie, Jughead, Moose, all of them. They fuck, yeah. and that's where they they get but that all out on course. that show. They get it's all on that show on the C dubs, man. That's what I mm-hmm. want. But the superheroes, why we tune in? Well, the superheroes, the superheroes, they you know they it's a lot. They imply it. I mean, there is some. There's some shit on Riverdale that if it came out when I was 12, boy, wow. Yeah. Have <laughs> some questions? No, no. I, yeah. I, my question Have would be, when is this on you. again? So yeah. I can, oh, I so, see. I when see. is this on again? So I can, Hilarious. I can abuse myself. Yeah. I hear you. <laughs> oh, beautiful young women on that show. <laughs> and young men, dude. Yeah. Just, that's just the most beefcakey show. And the reason I like it is because of the, the, the wackadoodle plots. Yeah, because that, that's what I'm all in on. And this season, I'm not in on it, so I, I've completely lost. I'm like, yeah, yeah it's aliens? What? I don't care. Huh. That's funny. <laughs> so, speaking of aliens, Nick, mm-hmm. you know, this season of Legends, they're just like, yeah. So, okay, so he was trying to fuck him. Yeah. Oh, so Mick says, <laughs> okay, Mick says, yeah, his girlfriend's a guy. I'm like, <laughs> you know, you remember the, the, the Simpsons yeah. with John Waters? At the end, right. Lisa goes, you know, for him, that's progressive or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it was saved by Nate's reaction. He was like, oh, yeah. Idiot. Um, so Ray and Z are making an anti-magic gun uh, based on the technology from last season when the uh, heat gun and the cold gun, um, what would you call it, uh, were the docking. <laughs> the yes. docking. 
That is how they figured out how to make an anti-magic gun, Travis. Yep. How is that docking excursion going? It's called science. (laughs) Hot and cold equals no magic. (laughs) So, Constantine, Nate, and uh, Sarah talking. Uh, Nate gives away that they're fighting a demon. And uh, they figured out it's the same one. She tells him, uh, Constantine, that uh, his name is Mollus. He's like, oh, no problem. Once you know a demon's name, they're fucked. And uh, he doesn't want their help. He calls them a dizzy lot. You and your dizzy lot. Mm-hmm. Nah, I can't do a Constantine. Yeah, he's a, he's a caricature. One. It'll probably come to me as I see more of him. Like, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I remember my, my rip developed over over like the course of a season. Yeah, you need to work on it. I can't do Constantine. You yeah, gotta... It'll come to me. The more he shows up, eventually it'll just spit Well, up. much like Mick says, get ready to say goodbye to one skinny Brit in a trench coat and say hello to another one who yeah, sticks yeah, around know, for the rest I know, of the I show. I know. I know. I don't know this. I had a problem with it at first. I was like, I don't know. How does this character work on this time travel show? And they just, well, we'll put magic into it too. And I'm like, well, damn, if they didn't fucking figure it out. But at first I was like, I just don't see him. I, I didn't see Constantine as a guy who teams up with superheroes either. Yeah. At first. That this show softened me to it. Of course, they become less and less like superheroes. I mean, he's a good actor. He's a really good actor. He's very good. He gets a lot of the serious shit. He seems, again, like he seems like this is, I bet you he's done something somewhat similar to this before he's he's done this. I don't know what it's like. This isn't, uh, it seems like a guy who's rolled into, oh, you need me to do some sci-fi with a little bit of, uh, a little bit of the the netherworld. Uh, Yeah, no problem. (laughs) You know what I mean? But I I also wonder how that feels for him and like the cast of Supergirl. Um, And you could probably explain it better than I could being an actual professional. And... Ish. Well, no, no. From your perspective, okay, All you right. land this show on network NBC or CBS, like Constantine and Supergirl, canceled one season, and then you get the news you're picked up and you by the CW. That didn't. Uh, that's gotta feel like whew, that was a safety net, right? Or I mean, oh, you're big time. Like, uh, so I didn't know that. So he, he so he was explain to me again. He was, he, was, he played there Constantine. Was a show, there was a show, Constantine. Yes, on NBC. It lasted one season. Hmm, I didn't know it was on NBC. But then he I, was I on Supergirl was, as well. Well, no, Supergirl was on CBS. Okay. Yeah, I know that Supergirl, like, yeah, had that. You'd mentioned that thing before. Okay. So, but he's, but so he's probably thinking, okay, that didn't work out and thinking that uh-huh. well, I got to go uh, pound the pavement, as it were. Uh, <laughs> um i'm working on it too uh and then and then and then he gets a call that that uh legends or the other shows just starting to kind of call him every now and again well he starts guest starring uh, in is this the second time he's shown up in a non-constantine show Uh, no no no. he was a guest star on a handful of episodes of green arrow yeah okay so yeah like he's like at this point like maybe the producers are thinking do you think if from this episode, I mean, you know, are have they already this guy's the main part of the cast now, or is it uh, this that went really well? You know what? I don't. I think if, I. Mm, mm, I think they make. I think they, it's a little bit of both. I think yeah. that they're going. This, that went well. That went well, and then they figured out a way. I'll just say it to have the cliffhanger involve him. 
Yeah, cool. And that's yeah. That yeah, makes I, sense. Yeah. If it's Mollus, yeah, then that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, after I'm not spoiling anything, but at the the very last episode of this season, they mm-hmm. beat Mollus. So what? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> but then you know, Constantine shows up, and uh, that's your cliffhanger for the next season. So I think it, you're right. I think I think it's more of like. Boy, those episodes we did went really well. He's got a lot of chemistry with the cast because he really mad does. chemistry, yeah. mad chemistry. Oh my gosh! Like when it when it's like, dude. I mean, we'll get to it. But there's times today when I'm really see or in this episode where you're really seeing the the just like everybody knows their spot and nobody's uh, you know trying to shine too bright. Mm-hmm. It's it, yeah, it's really cooking. And I yeah, and I thought that the pace of it just yeah. kept clipping along i was like yeah. this went by quick yeah so one of the best episodes to date i think i think so too and yeah. what's funny is i didn't remember it as one yeah i i my memories of this one was like yeah that one was okay and i when i watched it the other night i was like wow i forgot how how much i enjoyed this one such a good time so okay so she talks constantine into letting her help she, he's like you owe me your soul she's like well then it's my duty to help you out and cuts to nate just going like the thumbs up like yeah you got him boss and right. I just, that was, he's a charming young man that mm-hmm. much better in this one than last yeah. episode but also charming is sarah deciding to, to tell gideon that she's going to give ava a call or she says, uh, Agent Sharp, and Gideon's like, I guess we should start calling her Ava now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. The little developments of Gideon having a personality, I always appreciate. Because mm-hmm. at first, she was just like the living computer. So, right. Like to think, like, she's on all the time. She's becoming more sentient. Like, shit. So, anyway, Ava's trying to convince the time viewer the Moss is real. They're not believing her. Sarah's complimenting her. Like, Maybe get together for a glass of wine, but. Uh, things get interrupted and Leo's been watching and he says he tells her he's like that woman has a crush on you he's like what's not to love you're both powerful super hot and he (laughs) he does all gay and not blind honey (laughs) yes 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 I loved it I was you know again I've been hot and cold on Leo the the two the two episodes he's on but mm-hmm. he has little flashes really, that I like I like him really interesting that he just is is kind of a seat filler here in that that could have been somebody else who was along for the ride with them Ray? on that the ray yeah or, you can't or, you have two rays yeah uh, when no like in like his spot i don't know i don't know you know what i mean i i did think it was odd they're like, like hey wentworth you want to come back do two it guest is shots weird yeah. and, but maybe it was a little of you want to come do two guest shots as the character as you've been wanting to play him which has mm-hmm. always been my theory he gets to do it or it was kind of like hey you want to come back and do a guest shot he's like how about two guest shots <laughs> You know what I mean? Well, okay, you know sure. what's better than you know what's better than one guest shot? Oh, uh, tell him, tell him, Leo, how many is better than one? Two guest shots. <laughs> yeah, wish- that's. I think that's a little more likely because he felt. I mean, he was fine and he was great, and you really felt like again a good chemistry of like the happened. three of them. <laughs> but I think it did feel a little bit like he was shoehorned in. 
right? And he got that farewell, but it, like it wasn't a farewell after him and Mick had had any sort of storyline this episode. It was like, oh yeah, remember, I uh, we used to be partners in a different Earth. Uh, I was off on a different adventure today. That was a whole other thing. I should probably say goodbye to you. <laughs> well, it you was see my quick. point. You see what quick, I'm saying? But I, it was quick. I, I get it. It was quick, but it feels like the okay we got two episodes to tell this story about mick thinking you know this guy's all right and that's and they get there when he he's, he calls up snart and he's like oh, see you around and like all right so now it's it, it served it served to soften mick, uh, mick a little bit more and give him a, a goodbye as the character and yeah but you could have done that without without him joining in on one extra adventure here today. Is what I'm saying. Well, well, you you're the one that just explained Wentworth Miller's um agents. Yeah, you know, it's possible. It's very possible. I think it makes sense based on like just like why is all of a sudden this guy's part of the squad again? Uh, it's just and not he that made, I wasn't complaining and it was fun and it was a good time. I he, think, he, he, and he, also he, I wonder about what was happening with with jacks leaving in the middle or the actor who played jacks leaving in the middle and garber in the middle like do you know what i mean well, like, garber, it's like oh shit i mean garber's dead obviously but, well, the no, other, but garber would had said hey i gotta leave i'm gonna go do this broadway show other and, show yeah. right so that might have mucked everything up too and it's like, okay so we have jacks for one more but don't you think they could have maybe used jacks for one more you know what i mean uh, no 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 well, you really know. want jacks running around with a sword again come on i don't know I don't know. I, I mean, like it just I, I like, like it, like it, 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 it. He's fine. He's great, and he's a lot of fun. Honestly, probably yeah, better actor and stuff. But it does feel a little. All of a sudden, uh, yeah. Well, I'm back with the old gang. <laughs> when I've only been here for two episodes, this version of me is it, it a little. It, it felt a little pushed in. That's what I'm saying. Shoehorned oh, in. They worked it, him in there. Right. I, you know what though? Here's I, I have such a fondness for the character. I was like, yeah, I don't care. You know, I know, it's, I know and then, you do, buddy. It, but and he only has two. I th- I'm pretty sure only two more appearances is on a f- future episode of The Flash. Yep. They do a time travel thing where he has a team up with The Flash, and it involves King Shark, and it's super fucking cool, and it's a, <laughs> and it's original snart. And the only other one is, uh, it's in it's in Crisis on Infinite Earths, and it's. I'm not going to give it away because it's a delightful little surprise. Cool. How they do it. But that's it. That's it. So uh, that's good. Yeah. And that's great. And I that's savor I every like. one of them. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a reason for it. And there's a, like, and that, to those, that sounds like there's a reason for it. There didn't really seem like there's a reason for him to join this adventure today. Well, the reason when it aired was I was like, yay, it's him. I know. But exactly. I also, exactly. even at the time, I realized I'm like, this can't go on forever. And I then know. when they, I know. and when it was only two, I was like, okay, that was fun. Yeah. Goodbye. You know, yeah. let's get to it. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you had Constantine here to chew the fucking scenery. We, right. You know, like it's, right. It's so they're, they're doing the exorcism. Ray and Zarya are on comms. They sneak Constantine into the asylum with a stretcher and they get confronted. And Sarah does, like, who are you? And she's like, I'm doctor. Um, uh, and she was like, and she says, I'm not doing this. And then just kicks ass. I was thinking that it was her reaction to one of those dumb puns they always make about, you know, Dr. Feelgood. Frank, no, yeah, no, I'm not yeah, doing yeah, it. Yeah. Can I just kick this guy in the head? Jones. Enema bag Jones. <laughs> Still the best. Enema bag Jones. <laughs> I'm the wrong guy. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Yeah. 
He's just looking around the room trying to give himself a name. Come up with a name. And that's what he sees. So they get Emily. Kawasa shows up. Uh, and Z t- figures out on the ship. She's like, guys, that's Nora fucking dark. And if you didn't see the previously on whatever, you know, as a d- hardcore geek, that would have surprised me. I was like, oh, is that supposed to be Nora? Because I didn't, you know. Right. I wouldn't have remembered. I wouldn't have put two and two together. I thought it was some. Was, was this some? You know who popped? You know who popped for her reveal? Oh, Nora, Nora Walashin. <laughs> like, she? look, she was so excited. There's another girl named Nora. Yeah. I was. Oh, I was gonna ask you how she's been reacting to that. Um, is she like, Daddy? I'm gonna bash my head into the table too. Can I get <laughs> no, red contact? No, I was explaining to her. Oh, oh, dude, you'll love her involvement in today's episode. Like, oh, I can't. I wait. was. I was explaining to. I was explaining to her. She's like, uh, there's a demon inside her, so the guy's got to get her out. And so she was like, okay, like she figured that out, kind of thing. Uh-huh. But here's something that it's gonna blow your mind. Okay. <laughs> I had forgotten that Kawasa was Amaya's granddaughter. And and Nora's like, uh, and and because my wife is like, okay, so who's this girl? And my and my and Nora's like, that's her, that's Amaya's granddaughter. Or that's her granddaughter. I'm like, no, I think she just works for Malice. I think she's a bad guy who works for Malice. Then we find out later, like, no, it's a granddaughter. I'm like, oh, you were right. You remembered. <laughs> oh, good for you. Good Isn't for that her. hilarious. That's fantastic. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. I knew you'd love that, buddy. I knew you'd love that. Oh, you know, I told her I'd make sure oh, to tell you too. I got to tell you, I'm not kidding. You, I, we spoke before we started the show. My back's killing me. I'm up against it at the wall at work. That made my fucking day. I'm That's so fantastic. happy to hear that, buddy. He's like, listen, you dumb fuck. <laughs> exactly. It's her granddaughter. Pay attention. <laughs> Gee, I wonder why your short-term memory's not the best, Dad. <laughs> You gonna go in the back room again for a while? <laughs> I'm really glad that could brighten your day, buddy. Oh, thank That's you, awesome. thank you. Tell her I That's said awesome. thank you too. I will, I will for sure. Uh, so, <laughs> the one thing about this one episode when I first watched it, I was like, "So how's the time shit working with this?" And then I. It's a little confusing. Like, so this is the present where she's a little girl, but they're in the present when they know her as a grown up. So, how the fuck does this work? And apparently, it's she is raised in this cult until like 2039. And through Mollus being a time demon with time stones, now they're back at. 2017 yeah. and or whatever and bouncing around time as a right. father and grown daughter right but i remember the first time watching i, was like, what? I got totally lost i was like what why is she yeah. now what the fuck is going on yeah and I, like i just uh, <laughs> it's at the point now where i think they can get away with just burying that shit <laughs> that, that it would take something for you to go back and have them figure it out that is true like, it's like yeah it's just like look you <laughs> You're watching the rest of this shit. Just, you just. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's funny is no one complained about that uh, in the IMDb. Someone just pointed out, well, the explanation must be this, this. And I was like, oh, hmm. okay. That's fun. <laughs> it was helpful. It, I, I even added a little, like, I, I clicked the I found that interesting button on that. There you one. go. Yeah, I got a boy. You're adding to the, you're padding the numbers. I wonder if you've done that before. <laughs> Oh, if we could, oh, God, we should, 
if I had the time or the energy, I would try to figure out to get anyone who listens to the show, by the way, thank you to everyone who does to go in there and just pad those numbers on things just for the fun of it. But I, I can't be bothered, but yeah. <laughs> knock yourselves up. <laughs> so <laughs> they, uh, they get to the, the hospital, uh, they explain what happened to Nora with, the, with the, 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 all the arrow shit we already talked about. So uh, Nate's going to run to go help Amaya with Amasa and Leo tosses him his cold gun and he's like, how do I use it? He says, just pull the trigger. And I remember at first thinking, what the fuck does he need a cold gun? He's steel. And then he freezes Amasa. So I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> little shit yeah. like that. That's my that little awesome. nerd mind. I, I love that. I liked um, it too. Yeah, that was great. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyways, I thought that looked great too. Like every that, really like uh, the way she looked afterwards. Yeah. Maybe it's because it didn't have to move. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> if it started moving, maybe we would have seen yeah, some of the yeah. some of the strings. <laughs> but yeah, it did look fucking cool. <laughs> so, Constantine is drawing the triangle of Solomon, and they have to turn off their electronics. And Sarah's talking with Nora. And Nora mentions the six. And Constantine just says, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Number of the beast. You know, yeah, six, yeah, yeah. Because he thinks she says uh, six uh, uh. three times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That so, did fit. That was good the way he just kind of pushed it aside like that. He's because he's great. cocky. Well, Constantine yeah. fucks up a lot. When, yeah. Like, I'm the master of the dark arts, except when I fuck up all the time. That that's is good. The fun. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. Sounds great. I mean, it sounds like a great idea for a TV show. NBC should look at that. Mm, you think? HBO, like I said, HBO Max is. Yeah. Yep, there you go. Like you know, it does sound like like it like it it like it is something that you could see another kick at the can at for sure. That premise, mm-hmm. um, and like it's a pretty. There's always going to be an audience for that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you think? Do you think in that one they're going to shoehorn in a reference like, gosh, I can't remember what exactly it was, but the name of the evil woman doctor is a play on Alan Moore, or she's Ellen Moore. Doctor, oh Ellen really? Moore. I didn't yeah. notice that. That's Jeff, hilarious. Jeff would be furious. Yeah, furious. <laughs> You're right, and he just like non. Like it's funny. Like it feels like like uh, or or he'd be happy that like oh good like, somebody's hope, acknowledging it. I hope he think. I hope he'd think he'd be yeah. happy about it. But if I, it's a constant, if it's Constantine, because Moore used to write Constantine, right? Yeah, he's well. Well, he Constantine is swamp thinking, swamp thing adjacent, and he's worked right. on the character. So yes, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't believe he created Constantine. I could be wrong, no, but no, I don't think so either. Okay, uh, so no, he Jeff would be mad. He's like, well, it's nice that they gave Alan Moore a shot, but why didn't they give a shout out to the actual creator of Constantine? Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, he'd yeah, yell yeah, at yeah. DC for an hour. Yes, yeah. we got to have him like on it. again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> By the way, if you're listening, Jeff, we love you. Oh, dude, I loved it too. It was yeah, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> they summon Mollus. The shit don't work, and she time warps them away to 1969. And you know, it's 1969 when we get something we haven't gotten in a while is a music drop. Don't know oh, if it's Warner Brothers or among not. the best. I didn't look either. I don't even care anymore because, like, if we can tell they're spending money on these things now. Mm-hmm. This is among the best uh, use of music they've had on the show I so agree. far. It just started feeling like a, a uh, like a quality like show, like not, like any sort of show that somebody'd be watching and saying, "Okay, this is something. This is well put together television, man." I love the way they used it. This is when I really was really getting into this episode. 
And what we're talking about is time of the season by the zombies. So mm-hmm. we've had we've had time of the season this this season. We've had time has come today, right? I believe uh, recently we had that obscure uh, Creedence Clearwater uh, revival song. Uh, when they're pulling it out, they've been knocking mm-hmm. it out of the park. I think. What's your name? Oh no! What's your name? Who's, Who's your daddy? daddy? Is he rich like me? Fuck, I love that song, man. That's a really good... And there's a, a Miguel. Do you know the pop artist Miguel? He did a, no. a version uh, somewhat recently. It's really good. You know, um, one of these days you're going to ask me, do you know the pop artist? And say, <laughs> one of these days, I might, I might know one. Yeah, but yeah. not today, friend. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so... Oh, there's, there's been a, the running joke through this episode is because Constantine, of course, smokes and they're like, well, you can't show smoking on TV. So they tease it over uh, and over and I over. I fucking again. love it, man. Dude, I fucking love it. You're going to get mad at me right now, but I'm going to mention. I loved it. I, no, no, I love uh, it in the fucking stupid video games I've been playing for so long. The oh, main okay. character smokes in that all the time. Or he's like, why do you, in th- metal, why do you think I hate you talking about? Video oh, games? I just, I, I, cause, cause I've been on about it for the last fucking three I months. Care. I, I know you guys are, you okay. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid is, is like, has taken over my life in the last uh, three months. I've been playing through all the series and the main character snakes smokes in every game really and doesn't. they always like you always have to like when you're carrying all the things and you're like you can carry okay you need to carry uh you know rations and bandages and things but you always got to carry a pack of fucking cigarettes okay now if, if kids if kids are playing this do parents have the option of like clicking some buttons so the character doesn't cannot be removed but like you know warning signs and stuff hey not- what's this here kids warning broken glass <laughs> don't <laughs> No, I mean that's what I love about it. In today's, in today's day and age, to have protagonists who smoke is so rare. And honestly, I, I say this as an ex-smoker, uh, refreshing. <laughs> it, 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 um, it's realistic, uh, at least. Yeah, and it's it, like, uh, but it's just like it's just not. It's so it's been demonized, and yeah, because uh-huh. smoking is bad. Everyone knows smoking is bad. I'm a smoker, I, you know. I'm a smoker, and yeah, I, but I'm not. I'm not one of these. I'm proud smoker. Okay, Mickey, since you brought this up, I need to yeah. tell you this. Twice, twice recently, I've been. Well, the first time I just overheard a guy yelling about it, and this was at a convenience store, and I avoided him. Yeah. And the other day, I was having smoke out by my truck in the parking lot and some guy coming by truck driver or garbage guy he's got over there he's got a cigarette and he starts going on about like this other guy was going on about yeah you know raising these cigarette taxes he's like where are you where, where's my you and me where are our rights and i was like can i just get back to killing myself <laughs> you fucking asshole yeah Ugh. yeah no i smoked for a long time and about like whatever and I, and I, zero judgment one way or the other but it's just it's it, for so long like it's it's refreshing now because there was a time when it's just like do not have your heroes smoking cigarettes or so anything. well cigarettes so do you think that i think the only character who was constantly on movie screens who they'd show smoke who was a hero was Wolverine, and I guess if it's a cigar, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For some reason, cigar, there's like some leeway because it's got character. Um, but uh, 
uh, no, there's a recent, what was that? Ryan Reynolds. This isn't that recent, I guess. It was, or definitely maybe. Was it? There's a, a really good romantic comedy. I recommend uh, the, this. Travis is under the radar pick of the week. But there's a, a killer, an awesome scene about smoking cigarettes when the two of them are just kind of uh, in the flirtatious scene where mm-hmm. it, it's and it's sweet and cute and awesome and is not played up for like oh, they're smoking or anything like that. Like and, and again, like nowadays to me that is so fucking refreshing. Um, and so it's yeah, and and but I and, and I like that it's you know mixed in with all like these super positive messages. You've got a, a smoker in the cast that kicks ass. <laughs> so, well, what's also neat is though because like the whole idea is like it's the CW. They're not gonna let you see him smoke there, and they tease you every time. Because every time, oh my matches, the matches don't work, or you could ask Mick, but it'll burn your face off, and. They, they get to the when they get to the past here he's like it's a hospital in 1969 and he goes well come on i, I gotta smoke here and we gotta fit in trust yes, me you would have fit that. in you would have fit in in a nursing home in new jersey yeah. in 1990 as well my friend when yeah, i first started yeah, all the hilarious. nurses had smoked everyone fucking smoked uh, wild <laughs> smoke nurses smoke we smoked hmm. within a year that was over but i i get in the tail end of that travis <laughs> the glory days right <laughs> but at the end he does he fucking lights up a cigarette yeah, yeah. and he takes a couple puffs and walks off and dude like, oh they yeah. did it shit. i love that shit yeah i love it oh man and i wanted him to light that fucking dart <laughs> i really <laughs> did i really did dude, what, dude you know, i dream about cigarettes i i haven't smoked in almost three i can years. tell we've been and, talking about it for and, 15 <laughs> minutes <laughs> yeah we should move on <laughs> <laughs> so they see a picture on the wall that was in the present and they come up with this idea. We'll write a note to the legends and put it behind this picture and hopefully they'll find it, I guess. And Leo says, yes, as long as no one redecorates. And on the wave rider, Mick is watching football. And I love the Mick shit in this. this Okay. All right. Here's something I guarantee can you name the two teams on the oh, no. screen? Gosh, no, I didn't. Well, I can. What because they? it's the Hamilton Tiger Cats versus the Toronto Argonaut. Really? <laughs> yes. Okay. It's a CFL game. Hold He's on. watching a CFL game. So, okay. They're really fleshing out the McRory character in ways. He's exceptional. Oh, dude. Oh, he loves and he's a diehard Canadian football. Die, oh, yeah. he, he's we already know you already know he writes romance novels and yeah. he's a diehard Canadian football yeah. league fan. Dude, that's so wonderful. one for like there that's one for like oh yeah, yeah only Canadians are getting that joke and that's one for like all right we'll give a shout out to uh, like they could have gone arena football they could have gone anywhere that's not going to be recognizable but they went Canadian football league hilarious. Oh and I love that they didn't bother um I thought you were going to say, oh, I had to freeze frame and then look at it. Nope. And it was some DC deep joke that I wouldn't get. The Metropolis, oh, whatever, versus yeah. the Gotham. It's the Gotham whatever. Knights, yeah. Or some shit like that. I was like, did I miss that? That would have been in the IMDb, though. So, mm-hmm. oh, still, that is fucking us. Because Mick is like, look, I haven't watched a live football game in three years. Three years. You know what? A live football Three downs game, or nothing. He's like, look. look. I haven't watched a football game, a live football game in three years now. I know it's not the NFL, but it's going to have to do. It's a Labor Day classic. 
there is a Labor Day classic. Labor Day classic. Dude. Is that a thing? Yep. Oh, that's uh, the, here's the here's the what you need to know about Canadian football. Well, okay. like, it looks like they're it's look like it's going to be okay. It should be like that. I think they needed to have this seat this upcoming season to survive. And it sounds like the Rock might save it if he merges. The, I was just about to say. I was um, just about to say. My the only thing I know about Canadian football is that the Rock played there, and mm-hmm. Doug Flutie was an asshole to him. Oh yeah. Well, Doug Flutie was a, a fucking star when he was in uh uh for a couple different teams uh in the cfl that was like his second mm-hmm. like renaissance he was uh, that's when i cared the most uh, about yeah. cfl um you think the rocks could cook a, a good enough dude not to crush him with his mighty thumb <laughs> yeah he looks like a thumb doug flutie <laughs> uh, no okay so there's eight teams at most six okay. make the playoffs which is ridiculous and they play more games than <laughs> than NFL teams, I think they play 18 games a season, but between these and so you play all these and only two of the teams don't make the playoffs. And um, you you get a point if you miss a field goal and it goes through the end zone. It's it's there's only three downs. Right. So that's cool. Like that's a little interesting. So there's less um, just like plugging it through the middle kind of thing and more passing that can be good and it can be entertaining dude there was time when I was way into it but uh-huh. uh yeah it's just so um bush and, and it's and it's losing it's got an old like my dad loves it right and like mm-hmm. older generations still have like strong uh, attachments to it but man uh like if they I don't uh, like it sounds like they are gonna have another season for sure if they can get going here. But and if if the Rock doesn't save them, and then I I don't know how long CFL's good. It's been around for a long time. Yeah, but, maybe the Rock will do it. The Rock's a good yeah. dude. You never know. He wants to yeah. own his own. He yeah. owns and it. it could be mutual. It could be mutual. Mutual. Uh, you know, mutually beneficial. So it, get this: the the Rock is the, the Rock is going to own the XFL and the Canadian football and merge them into a super league. And that's the idea, on, right? Take on the NFL. You know who could do that? The Rock can you candy ass motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> So right. everyone's arguing behind Mick and uh, Mick just, I love Mick just takes charge. He stands up. He's like, you go find Blondie. You go watch the frozen bitch. And, you know, and everything makes sense. He just wants to watch fucking football and drink. And he takes charge as a leader and Ray points it out. He says, gee, Mick, you know, you're showing a lot of management potential. And, you know, yeah. I, and I, I felt the same way. I, I, was, I felt good for Mick because I feel like Mick now on my job. You know, I've gotten a promotion recently. I finally That's right. That's stood up right. and started yelling at these idiots. I want to watch football. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm growing with Mick on this yeah. the show. It's pretty awesome, man. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty, I'm really happy I could be a spectator in this stage. Thank of your you. Life. <laughs> I'm gonna find out I have a kid. So you're that's coming coming out, you're out coming out of your later. cocoon. <laughs> well, I'm gonna end up taking a time ship to my high school reunion in the past, knock up a chicken, have an adult kid. So get that's gonna happen in a couple of years, apparently, if our if our fates are disaligned. Oh, yeah. That's your five year plan, hey pal. <laughs> it is, you know. I figured it's the only way I'm gonna ever you gotta have be a realistic. Kid. You gotta yeah, be realistic. You gotta be realistic about these things. So <laughs> They find the symbol and Nate uh, looks at it. He goes, it looks like a duck. So they take a picture of it. They send it in or whatever. They whoever, they take a picture. They send it to the ship. They look it up. It's the, the fucking time rune. And uh, Z and Ray want to rescue Nora. And Ray says, he's like, well, she's got a D-E-M-O-N inside her. 
And she just, the little girl, he's like, I'm not five. I can spell. I can also act better than the kid who played you. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and in 1969, you got Mollus. He's in Sarah's mind. The walls are have faces jumping out. I got to tell you, man, if I, again, if I was Nora's age, that would have freaked me because, but freaked me out. But again, if I, I guess I, she's seen that sort of thing before, I take it. I'd imagine, or, or like, uh, you know, the, in her the, dreams. And there's things. <laughs> There are things, there are things that scare us that are probably like when they see it, like meh kind of thing. You know what I mean? I don't think scared me. No, now. I know, I get it, I get it. But like things that might have scared us when we were kids. You know what? You know what left the what show her really, the Exorcist. Show her the Exorcist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what I remember, you know what I saw at too young an age of an of an age was What's was that? RoboCop. RoboCop. Really. Yeah, when I saw that, that that what got me was the guy when he fell in the toxic waste and then got hit by the car. I could not get that out of my head. I saw that too young. Huh, you know what? Horrific, violent stuff like that did not bother me as a kid. It was, oh, yeah. I know, yeah, it was actual creepy stuff. What got me was, and it wasn't even a movie. It was a, it was a show called like That's Entertainment, the TV show. The right. spinoff of those wonderful two uh, documentaries, and they're doing scary movies. And my mom's over doing needlepoint or reading a book or something, and she kind of looks up, sees what's coming, and she goes, "Close your eyes," and then gets back to what she's doing. So of course I'm like, "Oh fuck off!" You know, hmm. I'm like six, and it was Damien killing his mother on the tricycle from the Omen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you mentioned that. You me. mentioned yeah, I mentioned that. It before. Yeah. It fucked me up. It fucked yeah, I get me it. up. I get it. Uh, I was like. How did this movie just read my mind? It's what you know. <laughs> I'm gonna go get my fucking tricycle right now. To tell All me right. I can't. Yeah, watch I'll TV. do it. I'll do it, Lucifer. I'm sorry. Just get off my back. <laughs> that was you. Yeah, maybe a little. You know. <laughs> then my aunt Josie hung herself and yelled, "I'm doing it all for you, Johnny!" <laughs> <laughs> right in the middle oh, of Christmas great. dinner. That's really heartwarming. <laughs> she had a wreath on. I mean, it was the holidays. <laughs> so, Jesus Christ. Let's get this shit back on track. All right. So, Leo, Wentworth Miller does this. Like, he goes off to run and get some adrenaline, and he, like, does a double take and takes off. And it's the goofiest fucking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I know. This is, again, this, and that's when I was thinking, like, like is this originally <laughs> written for him? You know what I mean? Like, like I, I thought, I, I feel like they adjusted this to, to put him into one more adventure. I really believe that. Maybe this but he's episode, a good that's, I, I could see Jax doing this. Not even necessarily Jax. I just think it's just like, oh, we need another well, who body else you here. Get? Yeah, yeah. You know what Listen, I mean, right? It'll be Ava shortly. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, let's get this to the break. Uh, they're going to cast a spell to fight off Mollus. It gives Sarah the mother of all hangovers. Um, Leo gets caught trying to put the note, you know, in, in the, in the painting and the nurse drugs him and, uh, and immediately goes, take him to the operating room because you find a stranger in a hospital who tells you, I'm a time traveler. It's yeah. time for a frontal fucking Full lobotomy. lobotomy. Full, a transorbital. 
Yeah, and I didn't care that 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 was as broad as it was. So she meant to be Nurse Nurse Ratchet, basically. There, there's a lot of well, there's a lot of Nurse a Nurse Ratchet who works for a Time Demon. Yeah, but is is because she it was the insinuation was here that she was like a real person or or like one of like the older creepy ass nurses or that she was based on a real life person i got I that no uh, idea how you got yeah. the idea that this is based on a real life person it's based on alan moore yeah, a yeah, real yeah, life exactly. person. it's yeah. dr ellen moore yeah. <laughs> i don't know it's just weird it, it, it seemed like like they were trying to make a connection if you know what oh, I, I do didn't... like you're I know, something she said at the end there anyways I well, thought you might she's be like, able. come with me, you know, did you find out? Oh, she's an agent of Mollus as well. Right, right. I guess that's it. She's the granny goodness of Mollus. Yeah. Think of it that way. So right. Sarah says she doesn't deserve forgiveness and uh, because of her days as an assassin. And uh, Constantine gives her the, the Black Canary card. There's a Black Canary and White Canary, yin-yang. I'm like, I need that for my fucking wall. So <laughs> that <laughs> looks fucking cool. That's my tattoo. I've never gotten one. That's my new one. Right on my ass. Right on my ass. All right. With that, we will be right back. State purpose of visit. Well, our tractor's going to kick the bucket this year. Searching internet for new bucket. I don't need a bucket. Provide bucket color preference. Red, yellow, lavender, taupe, magenta. Oh, wait. They are out of magenta. Robots don't know you. We do. I can do a quote on a new one. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, getting the insurance coverage you need starts with a conversation. It's your future. Let's protect it. White. Hmm? Welcome back to Gideon, guys. And before we get back to the creepy asylum in 1969 (laughs) where all the nurses smoke. What else we got going on, Travis? We just uh, put up uh, last Saturday, uh, did another episode of Mystery Titans Theater mm-hmm. with our old friend James Hamilton back to it, like uh, what it really is our wheelhouse, uh, the 80s, early 80s, mid to early 80s um, WWF card. So you're saving Max for the Patreon or some shit? Or you... well, I, 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 <laughs> no, look, Max, the other stuff is up on Twitch. Like I'll, I'll still yeah, put yeah. over the Twitch thing and stuff. It's just the stuff with Max, we had some technical difficulties and it's totally going to require a lot more work I to put know, it up on youtube know, as well know, so know. you can still watch it you can still watch that i mean like with it with, a, with the exception of another little bit at the end there but i highly recommend the new one because there's a really great match with uh, uh obviously uh chic and uh slaughter great women's match oh great... the, the women's match the women's yep. tag team match between yep. um velvet mcintyre and Gosh, I forgot Peggy Lee versus yeah. Cowgirl Wendy Richter and oh, and Peggy Lee and and Princess Littlefeather, Princess Littlefeather, or Princess Victoria, Victoria Littlefeather, yeah, but yeah, that that was awesome too, yeah, and it finishes with a, a post uh, championship uh, backland, yeah, Bob um, Backlund. Uh, versus Hammer, uh, Greg Hammer Valentine match. So we got we, and that's always mixed in with the garbage that we usually get. And we had a great yeah. time, and James is always a good time. So look for that, you guys. Yeah. So yeah, no, but you know, it, you know, I know that we're getting a bit more listeners by our interactions with our friends over at Bebo's Legends Podcast, and eventually, um, 
the House of Danvers podcast, uh, Canadian football and wrestling, ladies. Just you know, right. we'll give you want do you want the time stamps? Yeah. You know, to get past <laughs> when, it, we, but, when we get to that good stuff. No, I appreciate. Sweet, sweet oh, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> that is right. We could not be further apart, <laughs> but we're bringing we're we're bridging gaps. We're, man. we're building bridges, and we are building bridges because IMDb curious. like to thank vancouver girl for our new drop into the imdb curious curious travis and i just want to explain this real quick to everybody so as we talked about earlier our friends over at bebo's legends podcast and house of danvers podcast did this big long twitch um uh, telethon basically they did a telethon on twitch Mm -hmm. to raise money for the stonewall uh, the Stonewall Charity, as we talked about, and I, I participated in everything. And in that, they also had the chat room going. And I also was throwing in a few quips here and there, G, that were getting read on the air. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I was doing a little writing, doing the writing, yeah, send, nice. you know, sending in a few lines to, to, to feed to the crew. <laughs> throw the throw the kids a bone, you know. You know, throw a little comedy bone. Show them how it's done. <laughs> you know. So, but also in the chat was this lovely young woman uh, called a Vancouver girl, and she was super fun to interact with. Laughed at m- most of my jokes, Travis. So, of course, great taste. And, but the the gang on the call, um, she mentioned that she could play the piano and played the Legends theme amongst other themes. So it took a bit of coercing from the host, but uh, they got her to share it. I thought awesome. it was awesome and asked if we could use it as the new intro for IMDb Curious. She said, of course. So thank you once That's again, great. Vancouver Girl. Cool. Yeah, we're going to fit as many different versions of that song in, in here as we can. Send them to us. Send them all to us. GG ears. We'll, we'll find a way to sneak it in. Gideon gang. I'm going to Gideon get that gang. I like that. Quick. I like that. Gideon gang. Cool. <laughs> Makes me feel like a kid show host. Sure. I'm going to Soupy Sales gang. next. Yeah, so yeah. Go into your parents' wallet and send Uncle Soupy. It does sound disgraced. It does sound like a disgraced uh, <laughs> formerly a... Oh, you're right. He ran the Gideon Gang, right? Mm-hmm. Well, not to be confused. If you look up Gideon Gang on Google, you might find us first. But real second is um, it's a it's a religious podcast, I believe. Yeah, yeah, we have it. Gideon imagine. Gang, you'll, right, right. you'll find the difference. They seem like lovely gentlemen, but yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> just telling you which drawer should you put that Bible in when you go mm-hmm. into that hotel room when you're dropping them off there. You know. <laughs> That reminds me of the old Bill Hicks bit. He's like, I'm going to capture a Gideon. I've never seen one. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to call down to the front desk. You go, I don't seem to have a Bible. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> okay, so first we've got trivia. Hmm. John Constantine's appearance, as we've spoken, is based on the singer Sting, which is true. 
Sting's real name is Gordon Sumner. The asylum where the demon possesses the girl is called Sumner Asylum. Yeah. You think? But like, oh, that's a, I, that's I, a that real a, stretch. That's is a, that a stretch? stretch. They, oh, do you think that's a stretch? All of the, this happened on Doctor Who, so that's what they're talking about. IMDb is full of it. It's all just a shame. plastic man stretch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no no that's silly that's that funny. one stood out to me <laughs> yeah that's funny but you know what not to most because three out of eight found that one interesting yeah and one of those was a family member probably reviews eight out of ten eight out of ten bring back constantine it's about where i'd go yeah i'd i'd i'd, I'd, I'd say we get pretty close to an eight here seven and a half or an eight okay so a fun episode so and most of most of the reviews were positive here. So, and uh, this is from Silver Surfers RGP two from April twenty eighteen, and I just p- p- plucked this out. Keeping fingers crossed that the CW will revive the show and go where mainstream network was afraid to trod, such as JC's sexually adventurous side and him actually lighting up his ciggy on screen. Gross. <laughs> who is this person? It's my it's my Aunt Josie, who I told <laughs> you about, because she used to call cigarettes shiggies. She asked my grandmother. She goes, Louise. Can I bum a shaggy? So <laughs> maybe that's why I had her on my mind. That's funny. Uh, seven out of ten. This one's just finally a good ep in the series. Not saying much. From Duck Shadow 25. John, that doesn't even make any sense with what he said. John Constantine has become more regular in the series, and since DC never continued his epic solo show from years back, this move to have the character in another of their shows was a smart move. Plus, he gets with the hottest chick on the team. Noise. Seven uh, out uh, of ten. Uh, 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 that's good <laughs> stuff. That's the kind of stuff we want on here at the Gideon Gang, eh? <laughs> kind of audience we're we're looking for well this, uh, the this bros? Is, we ain't heard from we ain't heard from enough bro dudes i know we don't <laughs> get any none i mean we get bigots we get yeah. fucking gun nuts yeah. we get we, yeah. we just don't appreciative get bro. bro dudes bro appreciative dudes. bro dudes yeah and and you think we would because as the seasons go on ray and nate and then we'll meet bayrod it's all bro dudes they're like yeah they're bro dudes they love each other too bro you know it's, everyone funny. loves each other <laughs> it's fun but this person vathrak 24 2 out of 10 that woman can find lesbians everywhere hmm. look i don't mind homosexuality in any tv show but what's with sarah lance get, getting a new girlfriend in every episode she's had more girlfriends in three seasons than all the other characters combined and it goes on and on i'm like yeah what 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 nothing gay happened in this episode she just talked to ava and but yeah but there's the insinuation that they like each other whatever it's it's yeah but i mean it's dumb that whatever (laughs) They, they say they like each other so what? And 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 whatever. Uh, and what's his face? Uh, Snark. Oh, he, but about here's his boyfriend. Give me. Too. But here's. But maybe this is okay. Maybe this. 
will give something away. Maybe they reveal something. Give me a break. It's not as easy to find a homosexual partner as these writers seem to think. So maybe I think he might have given himself up in the middle Aww. of that one. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, that's sweet. I well, I hope I, <clears throat> I hope that things are going better for this guy. Yeah, me too. Me too, Duckworth. <laughs> one out of ten. What? Uh, Garabedian. Where does this show start from? Who are these new character? What happened to story we were on for season three? Geez, season three. Sigh. And. If there's a one out of ten. That's that's a great uh, one out of ten. Uh, uh, I thought we were just getting started, but that was it, eh? That was like a that one was like a haiku. It's nice. Well, I left out Mr. Dark again, and <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, back to the show. Really, my favorite. Uh, if I haven't said, I, I don't think I have said my favorite part of the show. Johnny is uh, I'm to be curious. Never quit. Uh, and I'm glad we have. A, I'm glad we have a. a I'm glad we have a uh, a theme song for it now. Theme song now. Yeah. You remember when I started this? I had a million ideas about recurring bits. All fell by the wayside. Instead, we went for recurring jokes that you eventually retire, like Breck and Meyer. And I think one per season usually. Yeah, usually. And IMDb curious, so that yeah. it's all worked out. And now, and now the crowning touch, thanks to our very own Vancouver girl. Awesome. Amaya is with Frozen Kwasa, unfreezes her. And they argue that why isn't she going back and saving the village in 92? And she's like, I watched them murder you, Grandma. I, I forgot to write down the word they use, but Grandma. And mm-hmm. they abandon me. And she gives her little origin uh, that they went into on the, the Vixen cartoon. That was like one little season thing they did. She was abandoned. They thought she was dead. She gets a totem is a bad guy he's killed malice finds her they, they they get all that out of the way in a sentence i survived found malice good yeah Let's cut to it yes, they really do yeah and uh all the while your daughter's schooling you on who, who, who's who's who yeah 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 wait a second it's the totem's dad <laughs> pay attention How- I thought this was, why did we see the fast guy a couple episodes ago? And now he's not here anymore. <laughs> well, <laughs> did she say that? No. Okay. That's me no, pretending no. like I can't follow. Mm, well, you know, it's a little teaser because there is a fast guy showing up to join the oh, team, at least briefly. But we'll, we'll get to that. Oh, Quicksilver. Well, yeah, I'm just they're, kidding. They're, yeah, they're doing. They did Wandavision first, dude. No one yeah. noticed. It's on the CW. No one noticed. <laughs> so, Z and Ray take little Nora to a coffee shop. And she just wants some hot chocolate, and Ray starts talking about sugar. Like, fuck, dude, fuck off, Boy Scout. And it cuts right to a spike about to go into Leo's eye, and really I, great. It was really great. Awesome. Cringe. Yeah, but I had to look it up. Because I'm the oh, one, looks- is that how you do a lobotomy? And I looked it up. And I was like, oh, that was called a transorbital lobotomy. And that is exactly I, yeah, how that's they what did they it. said. Transorbital. They're going through the Oof, eye socket. Uh, yeah, that looked like the uh, uh, the the famous uh, no novocaine. Frame, no novocaine. The, from the seduction of the innocent. Remember, they always use that. Yeah. Comic, yeah, that one. Uh, comic book panel as like exhibit a as to how it's Ooh. ruining our children you know what See, i mean now you could have put that in trivia as one of your things yeah. that, that was right uh, 
I think I think there's something to that. There's more to it. Than, there's more yeah. to it than most of it. <laughs> the other bullshit. Yeah. All right. I gotta create it. I need a new Joe. What's my name? They got Joe the Hug and Joe the Pit. Okay, so you're Joe. Joe. Yeah, Joe the Shrug. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle. <laughs> it's like y'all got what's like Herman's head. We've all got a Joe the Pit, a Joe the Hug, and a Joe the Shrug in our head. <laughs> you know, if you're not listening to this show. You know, where else are you getting Herman's head fucking jokes from two from two people? Yeah. We would are, are you one of are you one of my kind, Travis? <laughs> you were a, a Herman's head fan? As was I. Of course, of course. I love I had a crush on the um what was she love? Lee Smith, Lisa? Yeah, well, yo, Yardley Smith, yeah. <laughs> Boy. Nothing, nothing turns me on than hearing Lisa Simpson's voice out of a grown woman. I was just Ugh. thinking of a joke I heard on Herman's head. I love that line. <laughs> yeah, Lisa says that. In no, I'm episode. talking about the actress who played one of the emotions. That, you know the. Yeah, I can't remember the, the curly hair and the frilly dress. The look right. I loved in the '90s. I'm like, oh. right, right. I <laughs> the pre, you. the pre Elaine. <laughs> yeah, she kind of had a Stacy Keenan look to her. Do you know who I'm talking about? No, but uh, if you said she had a Stacy Keach look to her, Stacey I would. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I thought. She <laughs> no, she was like the hot girl on My Two Dads. Stacy Keen, I think it is. Oh, I never watched My Two Dads. Well, I didn't. I, I didn't some, think you would. I had some but I, I, I couldn't tell you much about it. Wasn't isn't that Paul really? Reiser got his start? In terms Not of a star. Well, Riser was a well, maybe Comedian, on TV. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, successful, hilarious. And hey, so, by the way, Greg all our new new Greg fans Eddie. from over the pond, across the pond, all these young young women who are joining in, joining the Gideon Gang, get my two dads and Herman's heads. <laughs> Herman's head. Jesus no, all of them would hear the title "My Two Dads" and immediately think it's more progressive than it is, and yeah. be fans. So. Hmm. Now it was BJ and the Bear and Paul Reiser. Uh, hmm. no. Greg Evigan, I believe his name was. God, why do I know that? Hilarious. That's not. That's not right. <laughs> so anyway, Sarah and and uh, JC save him, and she tells the nurse, "You didn't age well." And Sarah uh, wants them to him uh, to summon Mollus into her because she can take it. And because uh, she's been there before into his dimension. So that way they can use the rune in Malice's world and time travel out of there. And they're arguing about it. And they mentioned seducing each other. And uh, Leo gets to say, I hope no one was seducing anyone while I was about to be lobotomized. You know, sorry, so I'm going back to the Nazis. The, the guy that that's. Yeah, yeah. They find, Yo, so wait a minute, I'm time traveling. I'm stuck here. About to get lobotomized while you two are fucking. Please, I've Nazis are a piece of cake compared to this bullshit. Yeah, Let's get, yeah. the, get the fuck out of here. So they're back at the coffee shop and they show on the, the TV Damien Darkin killed by uh, Green Arrow. And Nora sees it and uh oh, Mollus emerges and it takes over. That's when she smashes her head in the table, which I gotta say that freaked yeah. me out. That just freaked a, like me out. really good um uh editing and stuff and the stuff when uh the really good uh like and just like like more experimental than your average uh one of these shows but horror movies or anytime you do a horror genre nowadays you have freedom to try this kind of goofy shit right even on mm. like uh, these shows more it's so it'll be less policed but like i remember when uh when sarah's like 
uh, fighting her way through it. There were some great uh, quick cuts, like total mm. exorcist style uh, um, that I, was really good. Oh, and she's in the dimension? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I thought so as well. <clears throat> so the coffee shop's being destroyed and and they're asking you know, Mick for help and he's watching football and he's yelling at the TV and it, it, it's working as coaching for them. And I'm like, Ah, it's a fun sitcom gag and I'm all about it. That's fine. It's like defense. I'm like, Oh, good idea. <laughs> like that. I know. I know. I, and Oh yeah. At this point. And, and when the way that, that like the, the rhythm and the feel and there's the a rhythm of this, there's up a to rhythm. this, yeah. Uh, up to, up to this point made it, uh, made it feel totally fucking natural and, and it, yeah. and it's fine. Oh, this is when I, I'm having such a good time, man. At it's this popping. Point, it is yeah, popping, yeah, man. This, yeah. Like I said, this went by so fast. It's a thrill ride. Yeah. I'm not a huge horror fan, but I can appreciate an homage to it. Yeah. No, yeah. Just, oh yeah, for sure. And every time she was, uh, like being exercised, it looked like it looked good or, or like when she was fighting off the thing, it didn't look cheesy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, yeah. Not, like uh, all the, the, places when you when you try to do a horror movie because it is so oh like dude think back to the fucking uh season one when they're draped and when they do the uh the, the, the hawk hawk sacrifice yeah. and it's just like it looks like a cheap low budget they could easily uh slip into that for all of any when you but now you can it, that's a yeah compare those two episodes to show how far they've come now uh-huh. and that's why yeah and then i'm like then I'm like totally uh, much more forgiving at that point. I'm much more forgiving of that trope than I was earlier on when, um, Oh, uh, what's uh, her name? Who came with Ray to get Nora? Amaya. Um, Amaya. When, when she talks to her, the first, when she, like the, the way that they warm up to her so quickly with like, Oh no, that, Z, Z. The, I mean, Z. Yeah. Z, yeah. Z. Yeah. Because she always feels, she feels bad for little kids. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the way she does that kind of quick little warm up and is able to make her chuckle <laughs> like that's So, and then that's how you get her to open up. Like, a, like that's an eye roll every time. Like, oh, no, like cause that's happened her, a thousand. Her way, the, her way to get her to open up. Was, yeah. Yeah. Cause it happens so quickly. Said, and I don't the, care. I don't care how confident a show you are. And uh, that, that's that's always I'm like give me a fucking break but whatever but she, I, mentioned, I'm, I'm, she she mentions to her she's like yeah I they used to have me in a place like this that's yeah what I know them. not I know I know but yeah, it's yeah. still but it's still like way too kind it was literally 12 seconds of dialogue of, of to get this girl who's had a right, fucking so- demon to open up to uh to her uh kind of thing you know what I mean I, I, I'm just right. I, I Whatever. Maybe like at this she's point, I'm one not of the six, Travis. Maybe it's one of the six. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe she is. But 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 that's also a that's also a trope. That's also a trope for these kinds of shows, along with a guy cheering for something else or watching something else yeah. and well, hearing something else. And as far and, as the and, six I, and what goes, I'm saying is, okay, at this point, ahead. at this point in the show, when it happens with uh, uh, with uh, Heatwave cheering him on there, I there was so much fun at that point happening that that it that it clicks and and you're able to forgive even if it is a trope and then like tropes are tropes for a reason because you can if you can use them right they're they're magic Mm -hmm. right and and there i think it was a little more on the magical side than the the earlier one when she was warming up to you hey guess what i know a funny story too (laughs) okay so remember we were with our friends came earlier (laughs) like you know like that you know what i mean that's what i'm saying Okay, so Nate asked Mick, "Where's Amaya?" 
And he's like, ah, she's in there with, you know, the water witch. And he figures it out. He runs in and they're, they're having their fight. And she, Kwasi starts drowning Nate. And Amaya convinces her, I can help you. And Kwasi says, don't. I could really, by the way, that's, me. that's really visceral. For everything being so horror, horror and stuff, the one thing that stays with me is the drowning. way she was drowning him. It's rough. It, it freaks and me the out. sounds he's making, I can feel that. Me I can too. feel it. Oh, like it really is unsettling. Me too. It, if somebody it, could get have that power. The CGI is what yeah. it is, but it's yeah. made up for by how horrifying it is. Yeah. Oh boy. Oof. and she's like like, don't disappoint me grandma and yeah uh, and so constantine has to cast spell to to send sarah to mollus land and she's got to drink the saliva of a damned man i love it in the middle of it i know it's so gross it's so gross it's so gross and you and i hate we hate spit I'm gonna make I'm gonna make every listener stop. Please stop. <clears throat> um, but I love that she's like zero hesitation because they've already got Completely. all sorts of bodily yeah, they just fluids. <laughs> oh, they just fucked. I mean, God. I mean, oh, oh, um, I don't know. That's it. Okay, here's where I tap out. <laughs> Have you been eating beef jerky? <laughs> mystery. Titans. Shout out to Mystery Titan Theater. Yeah. Nothing but net motherfucker. Mm. <laughs> we can start putting in Easter eggs in our show. Yeah, for that's other great. Shows. We'll do it. We'll do it. <laughs> so Damien Dark shows up at the coffee shop because they kind of got her convinced. Because Sarah's you know helped finds her in Mollus Land, finds her real soul while she's drawing the, the thing. And uh, yeah, it's cut real cool, and she's helping her there. And the team is helping uh, her in 2017 and she, they got the glass frozen and they kind of push Mollus back. Mm-hmm. And uh, then Damien Dark shows up and he's like, oh, your friends are lying to you. Malice, you know, he's your savior. And of course she runs to her dad. She loves her dad. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and the love between Damien Dark and his daughter, even though he arranged to have a demon put inside her, is true and becomes one of the binding parts of the show mm-hmm. that is always wonderful no matter like i love I, I love my bad guys to have some humanity you know yeah. that that makes them yeah. more interesting See, like i didn't buy it here like i still feel felt like he was like using her um well he a, is like for his own means he is but he truly does love her and then yeah. then we'll see how that evolves yeah but, um, but he's lying to her here right like no, he thinks no, well, no, he thinks that it's worth it. He's like, oh, you'll be so powerful. You'll you'll be the yeah. vessel that would right. will take over. We'll take over reality with you know, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. giving you this power. That that's sort of how he's thinking. And of course, yeah. he's got his own, you know, agendas and everything. That's why he's still a villain. But he truly, he's not just like, ah, fuck mm-hmm. my daughter. You know, mm-hmm. Here's a demon. He thinks yeah. he actually thinks it's good for her. Mm-hmm. but here's so, me here's what i had mentioned uh whether i think it was last episode yeah that uh, here's damien showing up just in the last act again mm-hmm, right there there's been zero well i guess there's more of a link to him this time obviously because it's family but i like that i i wouldn't mind if this becomes a common thing oh and mm-hmm. damien dark is in and out and as we get towards the end more in 
Uh, I'll tell you this. He's not in the next episode. By the way, here's your little teaser. You asked me recently what episodes are highly regarded. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. Next episode, mm. highly regarded. I mm. forgot about it. I was like, oh, everyone loves this one. Yeah. Mm. This, this is one of the ones. All right. All right. All right. Everybody loves. So mm. I can't wait. Cool. It's going to be a blast. And <clears throat> so. He looks at the, le- uh, the legends and says, like, I know family reunions can suck. And I was like, eh, three out of 10 with the quip, Damien, on that one. <laughs> three out of 10 on that and one. And I'll be winners. You know, you Damien Dark turned and walked away and said to himself, oh, God damn it. And, hmm. and, and kept walking. He, he, knew, he knew that one didn't hit. Right. <laughs> so Constantine tells Sarah, He's impressed that she didn't succumb. And they mentioned the six again. And we figure out the six is the earth totems, which have been referencing once again, mm-hmm. the Vixen cartoon I told you about. But in that, there were only five. So now there are six. And one, they don't know what it is. So here is what becomes the, one of the main legends things. We had it last year with the the pieces of the sphere this season now becomes the hunt for the fucking totems and it's super fun and that's how the MacGuffin we've got our MacGuffin we've got Mm -hmm. our legends MacGuffin halfway through the season here and uh it's super super fun and Sarah and Constantine are saying goodbye and she's like thanks for the shag (laughs) walks away Captain Kirk style I tell you that Nara's been uh, watched uh, the first, basically the first two Austin Powers, and eventually she asked, "What does shag? What does shag mean?" Oh, really? And and there's like this long pause, and uh, and my wife is like, "I I think it's some kind of dance." (laughs) (laughs) Hilarious! It was pretty funny. Pretty funny. Oh yeah. boy! So now, yeah, yeah. Nora does like uh, Nora does a Doctor Evil now, and she hates oh. Austin Powers. She hates it, as you can imagine. Like, oh, just... hold on. So she thinks Austin Powers is an asshole, and Doctor Evil is. No, the... She hates my Austin Powers. My oh, impression. Okay. And I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna drop it tonight. Sorry, guys. That's that's for the Patreon. Yeah. Listen, Dad. Listen, Dad. Maybe if you stop doing your fucking hacky. Austin Powers impression and paid attention yeah. to the show. You know that that's her goddamn grandmother. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> Cheech. Come on, Cheech. Quit chonging it over here. Watch the fucking show. Huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Mick and Leo say goodbye. Uh, and he's like, he says he's going back to Nazi land because, you know, he's going to ask Ray to marry him. And they had their little goodbye. And I found it touching. We already talked about it. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was good. Sarah calls Ava to do a little flirting, but Ava says, got big news. Rip Hunter has escaped. Dun, yeah. dun, dun. So Rip's coming back for, mm-hmm. and his last run. If Rip, Rip Hunter ever comes back, Travis, on this show, yeah. it's in the future because this is the last ride of Rip Hunter is starting. Okay. So get ready All right. It's now it's starting right? to make sense. Like yeah. a, lo- a well-regarded episode, Rip Hunter's last. Uh, oh, no, no, no. The rest of the season. The rest of the fucking season. Oh, but, okay. I see what yeah. you mean. Yeah. I see what you mean. Okay. 
Okay. Now this is his last episode. In fact, Rip's not in the next. Well, actually, he is. It's such a great fucking one, man. Oh, I yeah. cannot wait to talk to you about it. It's yeah. just, it's called Here I Go Again, and it's highly regarded as one of the best ones. I'm just gonna give you one word. One word, Travis. Mm-hmm. Abba. Ooh, uh, sounds great. That sounds like everybody's gonna be excited in my house. Oh my gosh, that's all you had to say, man. That's mm-hmm. hilarious. That's hilarious. You have no idea how much that's gonna make Nora happy. Mm-hmm. All oh right. So gosh. once again, we'd like to thank everyone for listening. Thanks. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Guys Gideon. Uh, follow Mystery Titans Theater at Jarvis Washing Machine. On YouTube. on YouTube and Twitch. And Twitch. And be sure to check out our friends over at Bebo's Legends Podcast, at House of Danvers Podcast, at Legends Clips. Thank you once again for listening, and we will be back next week. Adios. Thank you.